Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 108, and it's titled How to Make a Woman Weak at the Knees and Crave You. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this is funny because we've all heard the term weak at the knees. And I'm not sure necessarily everybody understands what that really means. So I got the definition. And then when I was researching the definition, I had this other idea in my mind that I want to share too. So first, the definition. Weak at the knees. Affected by a strong emotional reaction to someone or something. In this usage, the reaction is usually positive and associated with romance. So that's kind of where the term weak at the knees comes in. But then I had this other thought, and I'll explain why this is relevant after I tell you what it is. <laughs> there used to be this old um, saying or thing, I don't know if they ever actually did it, but it used to be this idea that um, a woman should hold an aspirin between her knees. <laughs> And, and the point behind that was if she was squeezing her legs together to hold that aspirin, then she couldn't spread her legs for any sexual activity. So what we did in this show is we kind of broke down the tips into before the bedroom and then in the bedroom. And so not only are you going to make her weak at the knees in a sense that she's going to want to have sex with you, you're going to make her weak at the knees so she actually spreads her legs. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that seems pretty juicy. Uh, But before we dive into this, let's give a big shout out to our sponsors, Power and Mastery. So if you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed, then check out Power and Mastery. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, you can find something for you at powerandmastery.com. So I'm loving today's um, subject and topic for this show, and um, really, it could boil down to one word, which is presence. That's it. We've given you the punchline. That's the end of the show. All right. Bye, everybody. But you it know, was a great episode. If you've been tuning into the Love Lab <laughs> and you listened to um, last week's episode, we started talking about presence. And that's when Kevin was like, oh, wow, we should do an, an episode that's dedicated solely on that around this subject. And while everybody understands some of the concept of what presence is, it's still something that is hard to grasp. And while it's one word, it can show up in many ways and through different actions. And this is why we've broken it down in multiple ways that it could look like and show up so that you can start to practice more of this in your daily life. I have a question for you, Celine. Yeah, sure. Are you weak in the knees yet? <laughs> well, I'm just about getting there. If you keep talking to me like this, uh, where you looked at me there. Ooh, I felt something. Actually, my nipples are getting hard. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. So here's the thing. Yeah. Yes, one word, presence. And it's a very powerful thing. And I know a lot of people are sitting there going, huh, presence, like whatever, dude. Like, let's just get on with it. Like, how can I make her come? How can I make her squirt? How can I make her whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. 
But the key to all of that really isn't physical technique. Like, do the triple tongue twist, blah, 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 flick this, push this button thing. Mm -hmm. It really is with a woman, it is presence. And we're going to break that down into what we really mean. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to get really granular level of all the different ways in which you can increase that, which will indeed make her weak in the knees. So it all starts with you. Now, you uh, can't be caring all the time about what she's thinking um, or what she thinks about you. Is she going to approve? Like when you are in that state, you're usually not putting yourself into a strong, attractive mindset. And so it starts with loving yourself first. Um, There was this expression that I read the other day, and it was really about you can't feel like a beggar inside and then go for the gold. Because you're not matching the vibration, right? So if you like Celine, um, that sounds all good, but I, I feel insecure. There's nothing that you can do unless you change how you feel about yourself. Because you're just going to put some icing over something that's not really solid underneath. And as soon as there's a little bit of heat, everything melts and it shows the ugly thing that was underneath. And being insecure will often lead men to go towards things like um, the poor community or where they do like all of these like attraction things for women like the you know the whole dating uh, scene of like attracting women and kind of like manipulating them pick up artist community that's exactly. what you're talking about exactly yes that's what pure stands for and so um, and let me be clear there's nothing more icky than a guy who's a pickup artist. It might seem like it's working, but those who are pickup artists know that it only works to kind of like score maybe for one night, maybe if you're lucky, but you're not somebody who ha- who's like can keep women. They don't work long term. They don't. And I've had more than one client who came from that world and was like, okay, this didn't really work. How can I learn? Uh, what can I do? Because you're trying to compensate for something that you're feeling inside. Well, yeah, it's like... It's like pretending to be a major league athlete, right? Like you got the uniform, you got the equipment, you've got the looks, you know all the terms. But when it's time to actually get out on the field, you ain't got nothing, Mm -hmm. right? (laughs) So it's kind of the same thing. You can't keep up that lie for very long. Eventually, they're going to figure out you're just a pickup artist. I wonder too, for a man, and I'm going to put you there on the spotlight, Kevin, does it put a lot of pressure when you're hearing that, um, hey, you got to feel good about yourself or, or confident, like if there's areas where you're insecure, you've got to address that. Is it putting a lot of pressure saying that guys have to be tough no matter what? Well, I don't think we're saying that guys have to be tough Mm -hmm. no matter what. We're just saying that they have to be confident in who they are. Mm. So it doesn't mean that they necessarily uh, have to put on a hard exterior. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they have to be a manly man who's out doing physical labor. It doesn't mean that they have to feel confident in a a fist fight. Mm -hmm. It just means they have to feel confident in whoever they are. And if, if they are, you know... I don't know, a small, skinny little bookworm, Mm -hmm. but a smart one who really (laughs) knows his stuff and is extremely competent in his field, Mm -hmm. then that's fine, Mm -hmm. right? So it's it's, just you have to be confident in whoever you are. And the thing is, is that every woman is going to be attracted to a certain type of man, right? Mm -hmm. So if you are 
the skinny little bookworm. There's women who love that. Absolutely. There's women who are going to be so fucking turned on by your mind. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. So it's really just about being being confident and comfortable with who you are. So how would you tell to our listener, like, how did you build your own confidence and, like, feeling good in your own skin, Kevin, throughout the years? Well, for uh, that's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> totally going off script here, just yeah, by yeah. the way. <laughs> Well, it's a great question because for me, what it was is any place that I felt like um, I I didn't have the confidence I should have, I just decided to tackle it and be like, Mm. okay, you know, so at one point in my life when I was very young, I wasn't in great shape Mm -hmm. and, you know, well, you know, I, I was very active as an athlete as a kid. And then later on in like the early, like late high school, early college years, there's a lot of partying in there (laughs) and I kind of let things go a bit. But I remember being a freshman in college and looking at myself in the mirror and going, this is not how I want to look. Mm -hmm. And so I did something about it. Mm -hmm. I started going to the university gym. Mm -hmm. No fucking idea what I was doing. (laughs) Really, uh huh. But I just went anyway. I had some basic ideas. I met people there who taught me stuff, mm-hmm. and then completely changed the entire course of my physical life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I can give lots of examples of things like that. Uh, I remember in my late twenties, um, not feeling really confident being able to defend myself, mm-hmm. and so I started taking martial arts classes. Mm-hmm. And it was really just about like. Hey, here's this thing that I I wish I could do better. Mm-hmm. And okay, well, what's it going to take to do that? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, you you don't have to become Bruce fucking Lee, you know. <laughs> like that's not the point, you know. But the point is, can you do enough of it to feel like okay, I got this, or mm-hmm. okay, at least I conquered that fear, mm-hmm. or, or whatever it is, you know? So really what you're saying is that it doesn't matter what it is. Number one, it's about paying attention to be, where are you at? And then where would you like to be and taking action? And that's really what changing, changes things. And I think that's where a lot of people get stuck, and especially men, they don't want to show that they feel insecure or weaker in certain areas, and they'd rather like, pretend it's not there, but it will always be there. So this is great, great, great advice there, Kevin. Uh, if that's you uh, today, like take an action, like make a commitment today to take your first step in whatever direction you want to be moving forward. Yeah, and here's the thing. I, I love I love that this has gone completely off script. <laughs> but here's the thing. One of the reasons why women really like that is because it tells a woman that if there's something that's not right or there's something that needs to happen, that you are willing and capable of doing it. Mm-hmm. And that makes her feel safe. Absolutely. And there's something about a man who's willing to pursue mastery in whatever area that is, that's very sexy. And I think it's also about a woman. Like, But today's episode is really geared towards men, so we're going to be specific with that. Uh, but when I see a man who is passionate, even if I couldn't care less about what he's passionate about, seeing that he's investing time, energy, and has a an aliveness 
about that and that then he's building a confidence for himself about himself is super sexy. And um, I think that's kind of what makes a difference with what um, we call the overly nice guy versus like a great guy. And that's one of the other trap is the overly nice guy is going to do things to try to please her. Okay. Um, and like he's overly doing it, overextended. And the woman feels that. Yeah. And maybe if we could define that a little bit better, it's like, yes, you want to do things to please your woman, right? Yeah. But when you constantly do it at your own expense, then it becomes a problem. Then she starts realizing you don't have a fucking backbone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something that I wrote um, a little bit later here in there that I, I'll put it in here. It's um, There is an art for a man to being able to make a woman feel seen and important without losing yourself in her. And... If you're able to do that, you will not fall into the nice guy, but you also will develop that confidence in you because it's not sourced upon what she does towards you. It's all about yourself. And so you women can be emotional or have ups and downs because we most of us have that every now and then. Um, and it won't affect you the same because you're really solid within yourself. And that, again, comes back to that presence. And if we tie it to the word again of presence, being present with where you're at and being willing to be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Meaning if you see areas about yourself that you are not quite a hundred percent liking, but being okay to be present with that and then take action. This is the essence of one way that presence can show up within your value, like your character, your morals. Yeah, and you don't necessarily have to have it all figured out. <laughs> I think what's more important is that she sees that you are willing to tackle these things when they come up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't have to be the perfect representation of yourself right from the start. Mm-hmm. But she just needs to see that you're willing to do what it takes. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that in life we have a choice. Every step we take either brings us closer to that goal and that vision of this higher version of ourselves or to stay the mediocre version that we are sometimes or were. (laughs) And I think that most people are too afraid to take that step uh, and then you just get stuck in average uh, and you really want to move into that next level for yourself. Nobody wants to be mediocre. No. And what's interesting does. is that sometimes we hear people say they do. That's true. Sometimes they say they're perfectly content being mediocre. But that's usually coming from a place of fear. That's true. And if they were really honest, they don't really want to be mediocre. Mm-hmm. They're just too afraid to, to try and not be. Mm-hmm. So I love that you brought uh, the fear idea here because I think another aspect for uh, the masculine that will drive women weak in the knee um, <laughs> is really about, it's not about being totally fearless, but there is this, and I think I'm linking it with confidence, uh, but this ability to, even if there's fear, you will take action. That is so, so, so sexy. And one way that it could show up also is in the things that you do. So 
One of our neighbors, he is um, 81 years old. He's been uh, married for like 50 plus years to his wife, right? Or is it 60? I forgot. A really long time. Um, and one of the things that he's always like, he was watching us walk and he's like, always like, Kevin, you got to put her on the inside every time you walk because she needs to be protected by you. <laughs> Oh yeah, and we're Remember we're gonna that. get yeah, we're gonna get into a lot of that. So, by the way, for those of you listening, just so you know, he and I had a little chat about the different theories about which side of the sidewalk the woman should be on. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of stuff we talk about with our neighbors. <laughs> his uh, thought, which is um, one that's been around for a long time, certainly in his generation, was that the man is on the outside. So, if a car comes and splashes, he's the one that gets splashed, or you know, whatever. Like she's safer on the inside. And technically, he's totally right on that. And at the same time, there's this idea, well, two other ideas. Mm -hmm. One is um, masculine and feminine energies mm -hmm. and how the man should technically always be on the right side. Yeah, this is side. huge. I want to say that again. Where do you position yourself when you're with your woman? Make sure you put yourself on her right because that's like I'm taking charge and I'm in the masculine pole of the relationship while she can be on the left on the feminine pole of the relationship. And yet there's another reason. Mm -hmm. Because most people are right-handed and the right hand is your sword hand or nowadays maybe your concealed carry hand. <laughs> or whatever you use to defend yourself. Yeah, but, but that hand is free because mm -hmm. if she's your arm in arm or you're holding hands, mm -hmm. then that arm isn't free to actually protect and defend. And so that, that's, that's the place I was coming from. I'm like, mm -hmm. no, no, I need my right hand. My, like, my right hand has to be available. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, one way to fix that is just cross and go to the other side of the street so that she can still be on the right side. I can still have my right hand. Yes. But th this was a whole debate that we had. We even checked in with your dad, who's a shaman. Like, what, what do the shamans say about the energies and all this kind of stuff? So <laughs> it's a fascinating conversation. Anyway, let's not get too far out of that. Let's dive a little deeper back into that word presence and how that shows up because mm -hmm. we just talked about one right mm -hmm. so one of them was was that sort of idea of who you know what side of the sidewalk you're mm -hmm. on but we have other things here on the list too yeah so um doing little uh, small acts of chivalry like uh opening the door holding her hand and you're like how is that tying up to presence well it means you are paying attention and to where she is and mm -hmm. what she needs, mm -hmm. right? Anticipating what she would need and showing up care and giving her that solid hand or making her life easier. I mean, we are perfectly capable to open our own doors or get out of a car in and out. But boy, isn't it nice to just not have to touch the dirty like handle or like have somebody give you their hands and you can just gracefully step out of the car. I mean, I love it. I love this. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and most women do. Uh, there, I'm sure there will be some women listening to this going, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> right? Like, I'm sure there are. And if you, if you really touch base with yourself, like mm -hmm. deep down inside, most likely you'll come to a place where you realize, yeah, I, I kind of like it. Where, where a lot of women decide that they don't like it is that whole, I don't need it. Yes, mm -hmm. we understand you don't need it. That's not the point. And the thing is, I think even another big point that you brought up is 
what it really demonstrates is that you're paying attention. Mm-hmm. And that's actually what she really wants. Yes. She doesn't really care about the door. Like, yeah, maybe she doesn't want to touch the dirty door handle. And at the same time, she's like, whatever, I touch the dirty door handle every day I get in the car when he's not mm-hmm. around, right? Mm-hmm. But what, what it really says and shows is that he is paying attention. He's mm-hmm. thinking about, oh, let me get that door because you've got this long flowy white skirt on and I don't want you to get it dirty, mm-hmm. right? Or something like that. Just those little things that show that you actually are thinking ahead about her and her needs. Mm-hmm. I want to add two things that I think will really charm women. Um, one is about laughter. So making her laugh, bringing in some humor into life because life is hard at times life can be difficult life can be heavy and being able to bring in the element of humor and playfulness will go a long time being able to laugh off the difficulties in life will bring you guys closer and just make life just easier and so if you can make her laugh then she knows that You can go through anything together through life, right? And that's a really important thing. This is why sometimes you see some uh, men and women, you're like looking at them like, what does she see in him? Uh, But it really has to do with how she feels when she's with him because he makes her laugh and he makes her feel beautiful. And that's really what matters more than how he looks. Yeah, so, all right, let's be honest. Sometimes he's got a big dick and he's good in bed. Sometimes he's just got a big wallet in his pocket. <laughs> it's Ex- a big humor. <laughs> excluding those two things, you are absolutely right. It's really about how he makes her feel. Yes, absolutely. And that's why you can often see really mismatched looking couples mm-hmm. where you're like, what in the world is she doing with him? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, here's what I would suggest. If you see a really hot woman, guys, and and she's with a really not-so-good-looking guy, <laughs> figure out what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's either got a big penis, a lot of money, or he's got some other mojo going on. He makes her laugh. He cares for her, Whatever it is, you figure out what he's doing because it works. Absolutely. Um, last but not least, I want to bring some romance to the list here for you to, to bring in. Um, and... <laughs> I'm not quite sure yet how to tie romance and presence together. So if you've got some thought there to get like to oh, get there, oh, this is an easy one. Are okay. you kidding me? Okay, go for it. Please help <laughs> me out. It's again showing that you care, right? Yeah. So here's the thing. All right, romance, right? Bring her flowers. Mm-hmm. So everybody think. Everybody basically agrees that that is a romantic thing to do, mm-hmm. right? To bring her flowers. Why is it romantic? Okay, yes, flowers are technically the sex organs of the plant. Okay, great. (laughs) Yes, they're beautiful and she appreciates beautiful things. Yes, they're delicate and she appreciates the delicate beauty and all that kind of stuff. You're so romantic, Kevin. (laughs) Oh, thank you. This is working. I'm loving this. She's getting weak in the knees. (laughs) But here's the other thing is if you were out and about on your day as a man doing what you do, whether it's going to work, you know, running the errands afterwards, whatever it is you're doing, the fact that you had the thought Mm -hmm. to stop and get the flowers means you were thinking about her and you wanted to do something nice for her. And that's the essence of it right there. That's why it is such a romantic gesture. It's because you thought about her, which is presence. And it also means that, I I got it, another part of it, that you are able to be mushy-gooey with her, be present with her in this emotional thing, 
without being uncomfortable and stay present with her as she enjoys the romance of it all. Because we all know women seem to enjoy romance more, but actually a lot of men do like romance. Um, So give yourself permission to enjoy the romance as well, you know. And then we are Mm -hmm. going to give you one question, one question that you can ask her that will transform your relationship. If you ever ask her, how does that make you feel? And then pause and listen, be present with her. She will feel seen, heard, and like she won't believe how attractive you are and how amazing that you're caring so much and that you can listen to her. This is exactly what we tell women not to ask men. But the other way around, it works really great. So watch, Mm -hmm. I'm going to try this. All right, listen. So tell me, Celine, how does that make you feel? (laughs) I think I just heard that aspirin hit the floor. (laughs) Did you all hear that? Something just hit the floor. (laughs) It's my jade egg that just popped up. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering what you were up to there, Kevin. (laughs) Very good. Totally weak. Weak, Kevin. Uh Uh (laughs) I am blushing, I have to admit. I'm having a little heat going on here, so something is happening. Uh Uh (laughs) That is working. Okay, guys. Um. This is a lot of fun. We want to continue with um, what to do in the bedroom now that we've talked about all of this. But before, uh, we'd like to give her another little uh, sponsor time because we want to tell you about how you can work with us, you know, so you can make her weak in the knee too. So if you are a committed couple who is stuck in the rut and just going through the daily motion instead of connected connecting the way you used to, and you are tired of stale, mechanical sex that lacks spontaneity and fun, and you don't want to live a life of average no, 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 you don't, remember? Then we'd like to invite you to join a highly sexed power couple platinum program. So if you give us 90 days, Kevin and I will help you to bring the passion back between the sheets and be synced up sexually so that you can thrive with more purpose and passion in life. Yes. So go to selinremy.com forward slash passion to hear more about our highly sex platinum program. So back to the bedroom now. What can you do in the bedroom to make her weak in the knees? And yes, oral sex can work and giving her massage and all of these things. But again, we're going to tie it to presence. <laughs> yeah, and if you're doing oral sex, the knees are already spread. All <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so this is like, how do you get there? How do you get to that point? Yeah. So the first one I want to bring, and it's kind of an in-between, because I want to really strike the importance of a physical touch. It's super important to touch your woman during the day uh, and to have a lot of little like sensual or sexual acts that are without an agenda. And we talk about this a lot in many of our shows. I mean, come on, we are at episode 108. We've probably said that at least 50 times. If not more. (laughs) Probably 108 times. (laughs) (laughs) The no agenda part is so important. If she links that you're only touching her or kissing her a certain way when it's going to have to lead to sex, it's going to shut her down sexually. She's going to be like, he wants something from me. Remember at the beginning when we're saying you can't be like feeling like a beggar and then going for the gold? That's kind of you feeling like a beggar when you're like kissing her in the hopes of getting laid or getting something from her. 
And so being able to simply like just surprise her, sometimes they will want to like, sometimes you will want to go further, but sometimes it's just about the physical connection and that she doesn't always associate it with like, I'm touching her. That means this is the signal. And now we're going to go through our free positions and we're done in 20 minutes. This is going to go a long way for her to feel more attraction towards you and um, crave you more. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so the next one that we have on the list is be confident and comfortable with your body. So we talked at the beginning of the show about being confident in who you are, but also being confident in your body, mm-hmm. whatever that might be. Again, it doesn't have to be bodybuilder, right? It just means you have to be comfortable with it. Like you're, when you look in the mirror, you go, yeah, this is cool. I have no problem taking my clothes off and jumping in bed with her. Absolutely. And if you don't like what you see, do something about it. And, you know, again, like Kevin said, it doesn't have, you don't have to have a 12 pack. I mean, even if you have a little pouch, just love your little pouch. You know, that's just how it is, you know, and maybe you're like, yeah, I'm not 20 anymore. And this is the best I can get right now or whatever that is. Or if you've got scars, you know, or something um, because you had surgery or uh, like just love this part. Don't just like be like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. I don't want to take my, my shirt off. I mean, there's nothing more exciting than a man who's confident, who who loves his body and is not afraid to just flaunt it and just be like, yeah, let's get into it. And when we were writing the notes for this show, um, Kevin actually asked me, like, what is it that you want? Uh, he was like, I can't really write this down. I say I can from a man perspective, but I want to hear from a woman. And so this were like, what do I want? And I'm you know, I'm sure a lot of other women want that as well. And I also want you to know that we are all different. So paying attention to her is going to be key. And asking her things, you don't have to be, as we always say, a Jedi mind reader, right? Um, Simply ask her what is it that she likes or how does she like to be touched? What does she like you to do? Maybe there's a particular dance move that she loves you to do or or something, you know? So don't be afraid to ask her also what she wants or what will really turn her on. And then I want to talk about appreciation of her body, Um, this is really key. I think a lot of women also hold a lot of shame or embarrassment when it comes to their bodies and especially as um, we are aging and maybe going through different things in life from like pregnancy to menopause, uh, things will look and feel different. And sometimes we might miss the way we did look before, you know, or how things are different. And even though we might still like ourselves, the fact that our man, especially if you've been together for a long time, is still able to look at us and be like, I want you, I desire you, you are beautiful, will really help us, will help us to, again, feel seen, but also like to see your desire when she sees your desires in your eyes, desire for her exactly as she is, it will help her get in touch with that within herself. Yeah. And if you notice things that you like, verbalize them, Mm -hmm. speak them out, let her know that you actually saw that or noticed that or recognize that. If you guys have been together for years and you've had sex many times and you go, hey, I've never seen this mole before or this thing before, she's going to go, what the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen me naked a thousand times. You're obviously not paying attention, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> so you definitely want to, one, pay attention. Two, I mean, if she's your long-term partner, you should know every inch of her body like the back of your own hand. 
And it's okay if you discover new things. You could be like, I've never seen how beautiful you are when the light hits this way or, or this curve. Wow. Like, you know, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, in a certain position, uh-huh. all of a sudden you see a curve or something mm-hmm. that you haven't seen before, of course. Of course. So... I'm bringing this up for presence in the bedroom because I want to make sure that you are not coming up with the idea being present in the bedroom means I have to sit cross-legged and om three times <laughs> and chant because this is what presence we is in the bedroom. We must do eye gazing, uh-huh. a few breathing exercises, mm-hmm. um, some tantric touch. Yeah. Well, these are all great. And they we'll are. teach you these things. They are great tools. That's not the only thing, right? And there is a very important aspect that we want to bring here. Uh, I know it's towards the end, and I hope you stuck all the way to the end to listen to this because this is a really important piece. It's about your ability to take charge in the bedroom while also at times being willing to let her take charge. And it takes a very strong man to be willing to like, oh, I'm going to lead, I'm going to take the lead, this is great. But to be willing to let her take the lead when she wants and that you can become this receptive mode masculine while she gets to totally explore more into that doing phase. Um, that will be very attractive to her because, again, that will help to play with different energies. Yeah, we gave a talk a few years back, a, a live in-person talk called The Dance of the Masculine and Feminine. Mm-hmm. And and it's just such a great analogy, the idea of like the dancing part, because as a guy, you really have to learn how to lead mm-hmm. and then occasionally be led. And it's that dance back and forth between like being the strong man who's going to lead and yet also giving her the space when she wants, needs to also take the lead. And that's really what being an evolved couple really is about. We're going beyond just like gender roles per se, but each finding your place of power and allowing each one of you to express it at different times. Uh, So you're out of being like uh, a macho asshole or a manipulative feminine, but you're really each finding that beautiful place of co-creating the dance. So remember that the one word, what will make her weak at the knees and crave you is your presence. Your presence can show up in so many ways from paying attention to the details, to how you show up, to how you feel about yourself. But ultimately, it comes down to your ability to be here with her in the now. Mm-hmm. If you can master that skill, you will definitely make women weak in the knees. Mm. All right, everybody, that's all the time we have for this episode, and we will see you next week. We hope you like this episode of the Love Lab podcast. If you enjoy this show, subscribe, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. And for more free, exclusive content, join us in the Passion Vault at CelineRemy.com forward slash vault. That's C-E-L-I-N-E-R-E-M-Y dot com forward slash vault. Thanks for listening. And remember, you're amazing. <laughs>